Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the Friendo Care Package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Boston. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're going to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, taped live at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. And of course, available wherever podcasts can be found. Uh, SummerSlam 2020 is in the books. I thought a wildly fun show, punctuated, yeah, man. punctuated by the return of Roman Reigns right after. The Fiend in the main event uh, regained his Universal Championship from Braun Strowman. Uh, and uh, Roman looked amazing. He looked jacked. Oh, man. Jacked. His teeth look amazing, Larson. Uh, and, uh, yeah, kind of a shocking a shocking moment. We weren't sure. We, ta- we speculated on this uh, earlier this week. We, t- we were talking about Thunderdome. Would this uh, 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 signal uh, the, the return of superstars who have been sitting out the empty arena era, uh, Roman Reigns, he's back, man. He's back, and he held up that Universal Championship pretty high. Uh, I don't know where you want to start on SummerSlam, man. What do you want to talk about first? Well, I mean, I guess we could do uh, broad strokes first. I, of the two WB shows this weekend, I didn't expect to say this. SummerSlam is the one I, one I enjoyed the most. For me, it wasn't even close. Like yeah. I, SummerSlam was actually a blast. I, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, there wasn't a dud the whole night. Yeah, wasn't a dud. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, shout out to the enforcer Stevie Bradley yes, for joining us on the stream. Uh, you know, now with the advent of Steve Notes, coupled with the legacy Larson Notes, uh, enforcer being there to mod to read some super chats to throw oh, questions it, at uh, us. It, it's massive help. Enforcer is the absolute best. He's terrific. Uh, yeah, top to bottom, really fun show. Um, some. Sp- a couple of really spectacular matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, the return of Roman. Um, you know, a couple of matches had somewhat kind of uh, underwhelming, maybe, or anticlimactic finishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, you know, we're on the road to payback ultimately, which is next weekend. That's the you bigger set deal. Up those rematches. The bigger deal payback is. At payback next weekend. Don't worry about SummerSlam. Yeah. 
worry about payback. SummerSlam, let's be honest. SummerSlam is like a glorified episode of main event, really. More or less. Where this, you're is, just, this is less pay-per-view, more network special. You're just, you're just setting things up for payback, the big exactly. event of the year. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you keep that in mind, it kind of makes sense. But uh, top to bottom, fun show. Roman coming back is probably going to make the most waves, make the most news. Mm-hmm. Considering he's been out since about Mania. Uh, look great. New t-shirt's awesome. Teeth look great. Uh, he looks great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, he looks great. Yeah. Wreck, um, what is it? What, what do the t-shirts say? Wreck, wreck everything, everyone and leave? Wreck everything or everyone and leave? Something like that. That's awesome. That's great. That's a good catchphrase. I hope he's, uh, I hope so, he's done with the, the vest. I hope so, too, because I, I, I saw a picture of him, I assume, post-workout on Instagram or something, uh, saying shirt, and he looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Nice. I mean, I don't know why, if he was keeping the, the vest on because of S.H.I.E.L.D. legacy or what. Or if he thought he was an FPOS, I don't know. I don't know, yeah. but, I mean, if, if the latter was the issue, that's not an issue anymore. He's jacked. Uh, um, yeah. Another he big still news. had the cargo pants and the boots, though. He still had that. Yeah. Other big news but coming out sure. of SummerSlam, Keith Lee has Quantum Leap to Raw. Yeah, they wasted no time. Zero time. Yeah, announcing he's going to Raw. They had that turd of a match at uh, at Takeover, and then uh, he went straight to Monday Night Raw. Well, we should we you know uh, we mentioned briefly last night about Karrion Cross potentially hurting himself. Triple H, more or less confirmed on the conference call following Takeover that Karrion Cross was hurt. Uh, since that we've learned he did separate his shoulder. Not sure the magnitude of the separation or injuries. Apart from that, uh, I guess he's had an MRI on Monday. Mm-hmm. But my understanding is that it happened. Not early in the match, but within the first half, roughly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that could have, you know, the, uh, altered what they had planned if he didn't think he could do some of the stuff because he was worried about his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the, the, you know, we were fairly critical of it last night. You got to keep, I guess now in hindsight, I keep that in mind when, when, when considering it. Um, but yeah, top to bottom tonight, fun show, hit some cool story beats. Um, and uh, the highlight the match of the night for me was easy. It was Oscar and Sasha Banks. Oh, spectacular! Terrific, spectacular! Stuff. Yeah, absolutely spectacular. Yeah, real terrific stuff. Uh, you know, I'll be honest with you, man. The highlight for me might have been, although it doesn't really reflect in my star ratings because I didn't give this match as high a star rating as I gave uh, Banks Oscar. But uh, in terms of the sheer emotion of the story and the story being told, Seth and Dominic. That was good. I thought that was absolutely just such a fun match. I thought that was, mm-hmm. boy, that was a compelling match. You know, that's the one that caused you to lose right. predictions. Talk about it now. All right. Get this piece of shit off my, I, I'm done with him, man. This guy's been causing trouble in my house. Big Red. Fuck you, Steve. What? Nothing. I mean, you're, it's just you talking anyways. But you get a chance to win, win, win it back next week. I don't know Pay if back. I want to win it back next week. I might tank predictions. Keep this guy out of my house. Although, of course... Uh, later on this week, at some point, I will be bleaching this side of my hair. You only have to do a streak, man. I just said a streak. That's well, I know all, what you said, but we the, the spirit is Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins, I forgot. I thought it was just a streak. You know, he had the whole damn thing done. Yeah, it was like a quarter of his head. I'm going to look right like here. a complete asshole. That's okay. I, mean, I was going to look like an asshole if I had to have the Hogan mustache. So I know. I think you would have hey, I'd wear. I'd wear a neck tattoo for a week. So I totally forgot that shit. That was after great. mania. That was great. Oh man, so many memories here with Big Red. I've had this thing for like eight months, minus one week. Holy crap! This might be all- well. No, that one week I said just keep it there, I'll save you the trip, and then I have to write a poem about you. So you've had it the whole time. No, I mean I've had it. It's been 
I I have I have been the champion for eight yeah. months minus one week. Yeah. So I'm happy with my rant. Get this thing out of me. I'm like Bruno. I need a break from Big Red. Oh yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll tank predictions next week. Just giving back to you. <laughs> no, it's gonna be just us to trying drive to drive you predictions. crazy even yeah. more. Anyways, we're talking too much about an inanimate object. Let's talk about this this wrestling show. All right. Uh, kicked off in the pre-show. U.S. title match. Paulo Cruz taking on MVP. Um, uh, I don't I don't know where they're gonna go with hurt business after this. I assume uh, maybe they'll finally get Bob Lashley into the program with Apollo Crews. Maybe. Uh, I'm actually, honestly, pretty surprised that wasn't the match at SummerSlam. MVP's been doing spectacular work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe they just wanted to, to you know, keep that storyline going because he's been really good. Uh, MVP didn't have quite enough to get the win tonight. Uh, it was a fun match. You know, it was on the kickoff show, so they kept it relatively brief. Um, but uh, Cruz is really awesome. I'm happy he's a champion. I'm happy they're letting him do something uh, more interesting than just, like, being there mm-hmm. yeah yeah what he was kind of doing for a couple years yeah um he's finally he's one of those guys that that you know i don't know if it's because he was local to the uh, orlando area he was given an opportunity to to be used more regularly uh and he's taken advantage of it and and really elevated himself hopefully he has in the eyes of Vince too everything you said i just copy and paste because I, I agree love him to death think he's great uh i mean i i don't know if a match against mvp look Ideally, none of the superstars will have the stigma of being on just on the kickoff show. But you're still on. You're you're on TV. You're getting the pay per view match. There's only eight matches plus this one. Wait, this made it eight, didn't it? Yeah, this made it yeah. eight. Yeah, this was um, the eighth match. Yeah, a lot of stories out there aren't getting on the show, so they did. Uh, I thought this was a fairly for these two guys, especially Paula Cruz, who's shown. Like I'll never forget that Alistair Black match, which was, oh, just was a classic. Great. I know great. this is a kickoff. I don't. I don't understand why they they don't ask for better matches on the kickoff. Like if you can say, "Hey, go out there and do a killer match," and I know it's on the kickoff, but it, you want people to watch the kickoff. Why don't you I know. incentivize I know. If, it? If, you if know, the kickoff is your adver- ad- advertisement for the pay per view to follow. You know, give them a hell of a match on the on the kickoff show. You know, the kickoff show was like fifty minutes of people talking and recap packages yeah. in a ten minute match, roughly. And and honestly, like getting rid of Shelton Benjamin and uh, Bobby Lashley from ringside lessened the drama in this. So I'll be honest, I, I gave it two stars. It was a straight up wrestling really? match. It's a, a standard mid card Raw Monday Night Raw. See, I felt like match. MVP MVP had a little more pep in his step. He was doing a couple things that were outside the norm. He he shaved his goatee off too. Hurt Business had great shirts, new shirts with oh, gold I, ink look, on it. Listen, if I'm rating Phenomenal. the shirts, if I'm rating the shirts, I'm gonna give that four stars. But I'm not rating the yeah. shirts. Uh, the finish was good too. Cruz was going for his finish. Uh, MVP escape was looking for his finish. Cruz escaped that to hit his own finish to get the win. Afterwards, hurt business hits the ring. Uh, Apollo's Cruz escapes. It wasn't long. I actually quite enjoyed this, even though I picked MVP and he lost. I gave it three and a third stars. Okay, that's cool, man. That's cool. We ain't we're, we don't have to agree on this stuff. Next up, uh, Bailey versus Oscar. Hell of a way to kick off the show. Uh, and uh, this is this is a really really this is I really enjoyed this match. This was great. This was this was this was really good too. Mm-hmm, this yep. was really good too. Oscar was in two awesome 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 matches. Yeah. Uh, tonight. Uh, before the match, they had a lot of these picture and picture promos before matches tonight. Did you notice that? Um, yeah, I did. Yeah, they were fairly common. I feel like maybe I was listening to the volume too low or the volume on those were too low. I had a hard time hearing them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So I don't really you know. I don't really recall what she said, but there was a promo. Wait, was this Oscar? Yeah. Yeah. No, she just she she spoke uh, some in Japanese like she usually does. She kind of hit her regular beats here. 
Um, she said, well, I heard uh, no one is ready for Oscar. I heard that. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot before then. Uh, right. but anyways, uh, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot of notes here because I oh, was, this was so I good. was really into this. Uh, yeah, I saw this really Bailey went for an elbow. Oscar countered into an arm bar. Bailey got to the ropes. Uh, so the finish saw Sasha up on the apron trying to distract. She eats a hip attack, and then Bailey's able to get the roll-up victory for uh, for yeah. three there. Yeah. Go uh, throughout this match though, uh, Bailey is going after Oscar's leg. Mm-hmm, yeah. And that would come into play later on when Oscar faced Sasha. But both this match, Oscar and Bailey and Oscar Sasha, were like hard hitting. They were really like, Oscar physical. Did crazy DDTs in both of them. Yeah, um, th- th- especially the Sasha Banks match. <laughs> That that match had some stuff. There were a couple of spots tonight that caused us both to like just shriek out in in horror because yeah. there were some spots that were just and that really happened in the in the the Oscar oh, yeah. Sasha Banks oh, yeah. match. But like when early on in this one, Oscar hits the DDT off the ring steps on Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in the very beginning, she starts fast. Yeah, um, but really fun match. Uh, Bailey picks up the win. Um, afterwards, Sasha gets in the ring. She starts beating up on Oscar. Her and Bailey hit the double powerbomb thing they do. Um, and uh, Sasha's like, all right, I'm ready for my match later. Mm-hmm. Uh, After that. I gave that match uh, three and a quarter stars. Really? Yeah, thought it was a good match. Wow. Was, I gave it four and a quarter. That's a lot. Yeah, you're really loaded now. Usually you're pretty generous with these that's ratings. A, that's a lot. Four stars is a lot. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> It was it was a solid match. Um, so after the match, Sasha and Bailey beat down Oscar. I think you mentioned that, of course. Again, yeah. targeting the leg that targeted. Uh, targeted. <laughs> that sort of played into the the Sasha match. We'll get to that in a bit. After that, Ray's in the locker room with Poppy Mysterio and uh, his mom. I'm assuming that's his mom. Uh, and uh, he, well, Dominic, you said Ray was in there with his dad and mom, so it's it's Dominic in there. Dominic in there with his dad, Ray, and his mom, Mrs. Mysterio. And uh, Dom is like, uh, Hola, papi, uh, solamente Dominic. Uh, I want to be alone, Dominic alone. And uh, uh, and then Ray's like, uh, Okay, well, I'm gonna be in your corner, but uh, I'm not gonna get involved. That's what he wanted. Yeah, don't get involved. Yeah, Dominic was pleading with the dad, don't get Ray involved said, in my fight. To I want to get involved, but I'm not going to get involved. Uh, yeah, so, you have my word. Yeah, but he made his mom leave and watch this on the monitor first. Uh, after that, uh, Kevin Owens came out to commentate for the Street Profits versus uh, Andrade and Angel Garza match. They got a picture-in-picture promo where they yeah. said that they want the smoke. Yeah, they're balling tonight, but they're not playing games. Mm-hmm. They want the smoke. They want the smoke. They want the smoke. Yeah. Uh, you know, this was this was a decent enough bout. Um, uh, you know, it, it, there's a pretty standard formula, formula for most uh, Street Profit matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montez Ford gets muffins and he's isolated for the middle, like, two-thirds of the match. Mm-hmm. Dawkins gets a hot tag, you know, and like a minute and a half later, uh, they hit their finish. Uh, in this case, though, uh, Zelina Vega gets up on the apron towards the end. Uh, Ford is pushed into her. Mm-hmm. She gets knocked off the apron. Andrade, rather than concentrate on the bout, he runs around the ring to check on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, that allows the Street Profits to set for their finish to get the win. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fun match. Disappointing the outcome because it directly led me to losing my title. But uh, I gave it three stars. Thought it was a decent match. Yeah, that's what I gave it to. On the exactly. Steve notes, I think stars. I ended up giving it three and a half, but I just downgraded it to three because I was like, I'm not going to give this... Almost as much More as Oscar stars and Bailey. Than Oscar and Bailey, which I only gave three and a quarter, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why you, are you sure that's not a typo? I'm sure. Yeah. No. 
Four stars is way better to four stars means a lot to me. That match was way better than three and a quarter stars. Well, to you, yeah. Uh, you're getting the Meltzer territory here, being extra critical WWE matches. Whoa, dude, I'm the WWE stan of us, man. Come on, I defend everything. After that, we had a uh, Sasha and Bailey interview. Uh, Kayla brings up that Sasha helped Bailey win, and Bailey's like, "Oh, poop on you. Uh, that's BS." Uh, says, "I, you know, look at those hard-hitting journalistic questions." Uh, but I'm not gonna let you ruin our moment. And then she asks Sasha, "Hey, Sasha, will Bailey return the favor?" And Sasha says, well, if Bailey can beat Asuka, so can I. Well, she said it like, yeah, she said it like, well, if Bailey can beat Asuka, I know I can. And Bailey was like, the, she was like, yeah, I know, I know you can. Like, you know, watch how you're using those words and the inflection you have on them. Yeah. Because that's like, it's like me saying, well, if Larson can beat Hilton, I know I can at whatever game we might be playing. Exactly, right? That's a crappy thing to say. Yeah, it is. It is a crap thing to say. I'm assuming it's some like trivial pursuit, nothing like physical. What? It's like neither of us can beat Hilton in anything physical, I don't think. There's gotta be something. <laughs> we'll find it. Well, except for bowling, where's my ring? Except for bowling, I theor- I completely could I mean you guys could team up on me if you want. I could beat you. Let's, the, when the, this whole virus thing is over, let's let's test that theory. Got the three hundred ring right now, man. Let's test that theory. What test? I got the ring. No, you just said you just said that Hilton and I combined couldn't beat you. Uh-huh. I just want to test that. Uh-huh. Okay. So I mean, you, uh, you you threw it out there, uh-huh. not me. I just want to test that theory. Uh-huh. So Anyways, uh, we had a, Bailey had a broom up. in this interview too. She was oh, saying was we're great. gonna go for the big sweep. I don't think great. they did the ding dong thing though. That's my favorite. No, not today. Although I like when Sasha goes <laughs> I know. They're great. That cracks me up. Uh, next, we had a Mandy and Sonya video package, which, of course, meant next Next, next. was uh, Sonya versus Mandy. Mm-hmm. Uh, slick of course, this slick was, Mandy now. Yeah, it went from hair versus hair to loser leaves WWE. Yeah. Now, given the circumstances, uh, I mean, we both figured, regardless, Mandy was going to win this thing. I always, I really liked the enforcer's idea of uh, uh, Sonya winning and uh, Otis offering up his completely and totally useless money in the bank briefcase. This dude ain't cashing in against Braun, the no, Fiend, sure the Roman. Roman. <laughs> Nobody, right? <laughs> He's not going to cash in on anybody. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Roman Reigns is back. That briefcase is going to be useless. The tags, maybe the tags. Who's got the tags titles right now? On Man, what a huge mistake was giving Otis that briefcase. Who's got the tag titles right now? You know, Ugh. if AJ had it, it'd be totally legit. <laughs> it'd be like, whoa, Roman's back and AJ has the briefcase. That's going to be dangerous. I know. Not with Otis. But I'm no, sorry. Otis has it. Anyways, uh, so yeah. Anyways, uh, I really enjoyed this match. This is fun, man. This is like, this, this really honestly felt like, so it seems like. And again, there's no confirmation on this, but it's easy to kind of maybe put two and two together. The fact that the stipulation changed at the last minute from hair versus hair to no, uh, to loser leaves WWE. Sonya Deville just went through something pretty traumatic in her life. Maybe she's taking time to step away and, you know, get her head right. Maybe seek some counseling. I don't know what she's going to be doing, but uh, maybe that's just what she needs. And no one can blame her for that. It's a pretty terrible thing she went through. Yeah. Uh, so you figured that Mandy was going to win regardless, be it the story or whatever, or now with this happening. But it really, honestly, dude, this felt like 
two people who obviously are very, very close, just put, trying to put on the match of their career and mm-hmm. really going at it. And I mm-hmm. think they succeeded in every way that they could possibly succeed. I think yeah. they did a great yeah. job. It was a very I mean, physical Mandy, match. Yeah, it was. Mandy came out with, uh, you know, which kayfabe made sense. Uh, a, a sense of urgency and intensity. Well, yeah. What we I noticed from her yet about her entrance, you know, her entrance is a very slow moving entrance theme, and she yeah. did not walk to the pace of that music. She went straight. No, she down. made a beeline of the ring. Yeah. yeah, she didn't run, but she walked with purpose mm-hmm. and, and and whatnot. She did, and I guess the 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 vignetting they have on the corners that was gone. You know, it was kind of blurry. That was gone. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was definitely kind of a, a, a renewed Mandy Rose. But yeah, this match was physical. Uh, there's table out there, chairs. Um, I love that bit where the table's set up and and Mandy is is grabbing table or chairs from under the ring and sliding them across the table, trying to hit Sonya. That was fun, man. That was table. cool. That was creative. Creative, exactly. Yeah. Um, and in the end, it took Mandy hitting. Dude, it was uh, a lot of knees. A knee, a knee, a knee. Uh, I don't know what she calls it, but Champa's fairy tale ending, mm-hmm. and then another knee. Mm-hmm. So. Th- Four knees and a fairy tale ending to get the win. Yeah, um, but really hard hitting match. A lot of fun. A lot of. Fun. I thought this was great, man. I thought it was, uh, you know. And then they had so they had Otis come down at the end, and he sort of did the Macho Man Elizabeth thing where he put Mandy on his shoulder, and then she came down and tried to do the uh, what is the caterpillar or whatever. And, yeah. And she it was she was having such a hard time doing it, but it was so adorable to see that because obviously. I mean, look, I don't think Otis and Mandy are like a real-life couple, but they obviously really like each other. Like, she has said several times they're really close yeah, yeah, friends. Yeah. And yeah, they get we've seen really that well, play yeah. out, like, going years ago. Like, Otis dressed up as Mandy for, like, one of the Halloween Battle Royals ages mm-hmm. ago. Um, and it really did feel like a special moment. Yeah, they're, like, firmly in the mid-card, but this was a big moment for that feud, which has been going on for a while now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was I thought it was really super terrific. I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. After that, we got a Seth and Dominic. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now... All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. In Ray video package, which of course means next. Oh, what do you give that last match? What'd you give it? Three and three quarters. That's exactly what I did too. Good job. See, on the same page sometimes. Others. Oh, sorry, three, three and a quarter. Sorry, three okay. and a quarter. I get, I, I get, I get damn near a four star match, and a lot of it not, not necessarily the actual wrestling, even though I thought that was solid. The emotion behind it, the build, where this was going, where it's been, got to factor all that into the stars, man. You love that story. You love the the Otis story. Oh, I love it. Uh, I love it so because next. it turned into something much more, and like it eclipsed him. 
and it went on to sand to 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 Mandy. Yeah, and Sony. It, 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 it has it has eclipsed him. Has mm-hmm. passed him by. Um, next, we got Seth Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio. Um, shout out to Seth for rocking some ring gear, obviously Dude. inspired by Rey Mysterio's outfit at Halloween Havoc '97. This Purple. was ring gear brilliant of the night brilliant beautiful just beautiful stuff uh the level of crap talk that seth employed throughout this match starting with the ring gear but every time he had the event or a dominic the first thing he would do is turn to ray who was ringside and just talk crap hey come save your kid ray mm-hmm. um he was really operating on all cylinders tonight yeah this was um, this was good stuff it really made dom look really good too because of the first part of this match is Seth thinking this is going to be an easy day and Dom proving him wrong on that, you know, being All right, able to here's match one him. Thing, here's one thing Dom needs to learn about. Uh, there's a reason that no one wrestles with, like, a sort of uh, 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 top or shirt with the hood on it. Yeah. That I recall. I mean, there's people that have hoods on their entrance attire. I can't think of anybody who actually wrestles with something with a hood on it. Um, something that sounds cool maybe in theory, but in practice it looks like it was getting in his way and, 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 and distracting him from time to time. Yeah. And in fact, distracting me as a viewer. And in fact, if I didn't know, yeah, I mean, there were times that Seth would use that to his advantage, but it didn't play into like a finish or anything, and it really didn't like change the outcome. I think one time he just grabbed it, grabbed him by the hood, and beat him on the head. That was like the most, yeah, the most obvious bit. Um, But uh, but man, I really love the storytelling in this match, dude. So Mm -hmm. like Ray, of course, is in Dominic's corner, and he's and I'm just thinking like, man, as a dad. The emotions that Ray just in real life are going through have to be pretty heavy to see his son out there. But also knowing that, man, this is wrestling and anything can happen. Um, yeah. But uh, but no, I thought the story being told was absolutely great. You know, Seth, as the match progressed, being more and more sadistic. I mean, there was that bit where Murphy comes around the corner and Ray is all tied up there. He's handcuffed to the ring because Seth had introduced some handcuffs. And Murphy just has like this cartoonish number oh, like of a kendo, dozen sticks. kendo sticks <laughs> he just tossed them all down and grabs one well the thing after the followed up that so before that happened uh, uh ray's wife walks out to the top of the stage so buddy comes around the corner with all those kendo sticks and they each have one then and then seth notices that ray's wife is up there and he kind of goes and it's like oh that's this is getting potentially like pretty messed up yeah. if he's gonna take kendo sticks up to ray's wife mm-hmm. that's messed up mm-hmm. um and that's what dominic you know runs around the corner uh starts beating up on seth and buddy but, uh, you know, over the last few weeks, probably starting with Seth. Well, I guess you go back further when he took Ray's eye out. But that kind of stuff is almost like kind of cartoonishly violent. Yeah, right. Um, but what Seth did to Dominic a few weeks back with the kendo stick. I mean, that's visceral. That's real. You could see those real welts on, on Dom. You know, he still had some of those tonight after Seth ripped his shirt off. Yeah, Seth um, had some of his own. Uh, Dom yeah. went, took him, took the kendo stick to him pretty hard, too. Yeah, so the, 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 the fact they're allowing Seth or Seth is pitching these ideas like, hey, if, if I'm going to be taken seriously, I need to up the level of violence that I'm doling out mm-hmm. and up the level of like evil yeah. I'm employing to do that. And that this match was all about that. He thought it was going to be a light day at the office for himself, but instead, you know, he got beat up pretty good with some kendo sticks and he ended up, he had to, you know, reach pretty deep down into his you know, like dark soul to pull out the win here. Yeah. And on top of that, like he, yeah, Dom dished out all sorts to Seth. He did that Russian leg sweep from the top through the table with the the kendo stick on Seth's neck, hit a frog splash. There's that power bomb 
that Seth hit on Dom <sighs> that made me cringe big time. We, oh. I mentioned this earlier, how there were some spots on this show that just sort of made me cringe, and that was one of them. That was a nasty powerbomb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was nasty. Um, so at one point, Buddy gets some handcuffs. Um, it looks like Seth's going to try to handcuff Dom. He can't do it, so instead... Uh, he handcuffs handcuffs Ray to the ropes, and I thought they were throughout this match. I thought they were going to do a thing where maybe where where you know Ray has promised Dom he's not going to get involved, mm-hmm. and Dom is just getting beat up so badly. Essentially, Ray's going to throw on the towel, mm-hmm. yeah, to yeah, protect yeah. this kid. Yeah, which would be an instance of that happening. It would be totally relatable, mm-hmm. completely, totally relatable. And once the handcuffs were produced and Ray was handcuffed at that bottom rope, I thought that's what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. That Seth was just going to take that kendo stick. I mean, I don't know if he could throw in a towel in a street fight. But he's going to take that kendo stick and just beat on on Dominic until Ray just says. Well, Done. even even if it's Done. a matter of like Ray draping his body over Dominic mm-hmm. to to absorb the pain himself or something like mm-hmm. that. I see what you're saying, like not necessarily throwing a towel because yeah, it's a street fight, but something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, they they cuff Ray to the rope. Seth and Buddy about to beat up on him. Seth, yeah, looks at the ramp, sees Ray's wife up there. He starts walking up, you know, arms extended. Um, and then Dom lays him out from behind, tosses Seth into the ring steps, hits the 619 of the apron, then another in the ring, mm-hmm. slowly makes his way up top, goes for another frog splash. You already hit one earlier in the match. Uh, Seth gets his knees up, and then Seth is more or less just like lays on top of Dom's body mm-hmm. and pulls his head up. You know, Dom's body is just limp, and Seth is just talking trash to Seth. Yeah. Or to, uh, to Ray, and then hits a stomp on Dom to pick up the win. Yeah. They had that one moment though. They did the same thing where uh, when Ray and uh, Brock had that match, where uh, he uh, he hits the six one nine, goes for the frog splash, and you think, man, this is gonna be it, and then they swerve you. But Dom, yeah. same thing here. His six one nine tries for the frog splash. Seth's got his knees up, like you said. Yeah, but uh, really good match. This this match was a roller coaster. I mean, we had all the predictions on the line pretty much with this match. Yeah, yeah, so that's for sure. Probably part of it. Yeah, but actually, there was a lot of ups and downs. You. you I didn't figure Dom would win, but if he had, you know, stuck a roll-up win in there, wouldn't have shocked me. Yeah, I. Uh, if I had thought, I legitimately did not know what was going to happen in this match. I just figured, and and you you called it absolutely right, and I I firmly believe this is going to happen. Payback, part of payback is going to be, and honestly, like given the emotion of this match, I know there's probably going to be a title match or two. Well, we know there's going to be title matches at Payback. This could easily main event Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio it, as payback because that's like the theme mm-hmm. of the show, mm-hmm. um, and that's what this match seems like it's it's doing. It's setting yeah, up. That's payback. where it's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah totally. So, uh, so yeah, but no, I, I was totally compelled by this match. I was into it. I really wanted, just like with Ray versus Lesnar, I really wanted, like as a fan, I really wanted Dom to win this. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I thought it was terrific. I gave it four stars. No, three, three and three quarter for me. Fun match. Yeah, match tonight for me. Sasha Banks versus Oscar. What can you say? Oscar, uh, not only MVP of SummerSlam, she's been MVP of 2020 for me at least. For me too. She, she's on every week, putting on killer matches. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she's been the focal point of so much in the empty arena era. Had such great moments. They're finally Vince is finally recognizing what an incredible talent she is and utilizing her. Uh, to her fullest, which he hadn't done pretty much since she got called up to the main roster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dude, I love this match. There were some big moments like these. It's it's as if because, you know, we we know we, we know a little bit about Asuka's career prior to 
mm-hmm. uh, NXT and knowing like the kind of lumps that she could take. And it's, it's as if Sasha was out there trying to say, Hey, I'm as tough as you are. Some of these, some of these were, were just absolutely crazy. I mean, to be honest though, two of them were, two of them were on Oscar. That first, that apron power bomb. Oh, at, the sunset, sunset flip power out bomb of that. nowhere. Yeah, was just insane. And I, I at, <laughs> at that point, we're like, are they just watching New Japan now? Is that what's happening? Well, front, right after that, Sasha boots Oscar uh, right in the head. Oh, dude, and it looks so legit. It looks yeah. super legit. Um, but I, I love the first thing Sasha does. As soon as that bell rings, bang, after Oscar's knee, Oscar, right on it. Oscar drops Sasha Banks with a DDT from the top turnbuckle. Yeah. That was amazing. It wasn't like one of those ones that Enzo does where he jumps off the top and DDTs. They were both up on the top rope. <laughs> yeah. That was great. DDT. Um, but just like the tech, from the technical aspect of the wrestling in this, yeah, like it, it was basically flawless. Oh, dude, it was great. It was so Basically, smooth. the finish was smooth. It was fast. Yeah. I was sitting um, there. I was like, shit, what just happened? I'm trying to write down these damn notes. And it's not like a bunch of showy high-flying stuff. It's just really good wrestling that yeah. is just chained together you know it move 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 really well ever since sasha come back came back from that hiatus she had mm-hmm. i feel like and i know she, she you know she went and trained at various places uh during her time off she's i mean i always thought she was really good she has upped her game a lot man you know the more you talk about her the more i'm thinking dude I, it's gonna be hard to choose my right now i've got like a like a trip like a, a, a three-way tie for mvp of 2020 and it's it's the three ladies involved in this match Asuka, Sasha, and Bailey, because Sasha and Bailey's work this year has been mm-hmm. off the charts. Off the mm-hmm. Bailey puts together these wrestling matches that are just off the charts great. Like she really does. This is yeah. just awesome, awesome yeah. stuff. Just like it, both both this match and the Bailey Asuka match, just like the wrestling, fantastic. A lot of creativity. Uh, someone here in chat mentioned. I'm happy they did that that code breaker reversal that Sasha did. Mm-hmm. So she's again in the corner. Uh, Oscar grabs by the legs and, and kind of flings her up as if the power bomber kind of and Sasha somehow reverses that into essentially a code breaker. Yeah. Just a lot of really great creative stuff. It's fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. So towards the finish, Sasha misses a frog splash. She rolls over to Bailey, maybe for some encouragement. Uh, Asuka uh, takes the opportunity, goes and roll, uh, puts her in the Oscar lock. Sasha escapes that. No, she doesn't. Oscar locks it in again. Sasha rolls through it to get like a pin, gets a two. As soon as kickout happens, right into the bank statement. And then she does that thing where we saw in uh, the TakeOver Brooklyn match a few years back where her opponent's getting by the ring. She's done it several times since, but her opponent's getting the rope. She pushes off the rope to roll them back towards the middle of the ring. But mm-hmm. when she did the roll, Asuka transitioned. I just don't know how this happened. Into an Asuka lock. <laughs> yeah. So Sasha escapes that. Asuka kicks her in the gut. Bailey hops up on the apron. Asuka goes for a hip attack. Uh, she misses. However, she backfists the heck out of uh, out of Bailey off the apron, which is great uh, because number one, it references the match that we just had with Bailey, the hip attack, and then the the spinning backfist is something that just kills Bailey every single time, and it has been for like the last three months. Yeah, it's great. Um, so Sasha goes for a backstabber, but in the course of that, Oscar reverses or counters with an. I mean, I, I watched it. Tw- I watched it. I'm <laughs> like, I still don't understand exactly how this happened. Oscar counters with an Oscar lock in the process of Sasha trying to do a backstabber. Uh, so Bailey's laid out on the floor, can't break up the 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 hold. Sasha has to tap. Yeah, just this fantastic, terrific stuff. fantastic, stuff. terrific stuff. Gave it four and a quarter um, stars. Wow, I gave it four and three quarter. There you go. We're pretty close. Um, so after the match, Bailey gets in the ring. Uh, Sasha, understandably, quite distraught, uh, and Bailey's like, "Here, here's your tag title." <laughs> 
Sorry. Yeah, that's going to be awkward tomorrow. Yeah, it is. Uh, so after that, we had the WWE title match, and it was uh, Drew McIntyre versus Randall Orton. Uh, and uh, I thought this was this is a fun match, man. It was uh, this is better than Drew's match against Brock. Oh yeah, uh, it's probably better than the I don't know the Dolph the Dolph Extreme Rules matches were pretty fun to be honest. That with was you. a lot. Of, those were both a lot of fun. But this yeah, was but cool, from a, man. Yeah, from a storytelling perspective, it was a lot of fun because uh, immediately Orton just was trying to hit him with an RKO. There's like five or six RKO attempts in this match. And I love I love two things. Number one. He didn't hit any. They, they like it's funny because like the Big Show kicked out of an RKO, you know, mm-hmm. which they don't let a lot of people do that these days. I always really like Edge did too. Edge did too. That, that's ever, a yeah. really special thing, you know, because that was like supposed to be, you know. Um, they didn't have Drew, and Drew sold the idea of an RKO the way Foley sold it at Survivor Series '98, the Stunner, like yeah. freaked out by the idea that he almost ate one. And I love that. Well, here's the thing. Remember when when Drew ate the first RKO when Randy Marla said, hey, I'm, I'm coming for the title. Mm-hmm. He said in the promo, I let it happen once. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen again. Yeah. And I'm happy they actually worked that into the story of this match. Like regardless what situation he was in, he was always cognizant of the fact that Randy could hit him at any time. Yeah. And yeah. regardless of how beat up he was, he was prepared for that. And when it happened, now, when, when the attempt happened so early, like he took a long beat because he's like oh, he that rolled out of the ring, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like that could have been it right there. I love that. That was good mm-hmm. storytelling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like for himself, a reminder. Okay, it happened once before, never again, mm-hmm. yeah. never again. Um, but there, towards the beginning, uh, despite the failed RKO attempts, Randy uh, had the upper hand for a while. He was throwing Drew around ringside, dumped him on the announce table with belly to back twice, and then suplexed him off. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty great. So he gets back in the ring, and, and Drew's all beat up, and Randy does his pose. For all the virtual fans there watching on their Zoom calls. <laughs> yeah. But that allows Drew to make a comeback. Yeah. And he starts working over Orton's knee, kind of. Orton then, you know, that's the playbook you got to use here when you're in a fight. Kick someone in the front of the knee. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, a lot of back and forth. Drew had, uh, Drew had him in a figure four at one point. Yeah. 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 And, he, and, and, and Randy, of- Randy had to, he like pulled the ref aside and did the eye poke to, uh, yeah. to Drew to get out of it. To break it up, I know. Yeah. Um, so the finish of this saw uh, Randy hit a draping DDT right as Drew's about to get back in the ring because they had been brawling ringside and Randy's doing the setup for the RKO you think but no he gets up and walks backward he wants the punt mm-hmm. so as he's making his approach for the punt Drew catches him hits a nasty powerbomb mm-hmm. the second nasty powerbomb of the night sets up for a claymore Orton dodges it he goes for an RKO. Instead, Drew hits him with a backslide to get the win. Yeah. Crafty Drew. Yeah. Uh, you know, out outthinking Randy Orton. The Viper. Uh, I thought this yes. was a fine enough match. I gave it three stars. My, I gave it three and a half. Okay. I think the, 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 the finish was kind of out of nowhere. I mean, that's the tagline of the show. Yeah. I think everything leading up to the finish was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's, it's, it's the finish that'll get us to the match next week at Payback where Randy will probably win. Mm-hmm, exactly. And then it's just a pay per view every single week after that. I um, guess so. It's like a TNA back in the day. <laughs> like $10 pay per views every single weekend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was their TV. Uh, and then we had our main event, which was for the Universal Championship. I mentioned this during the live stream, man. I've sort of, you know, given that they, in the last couple of weeks, they started pushing this match. It, to my, I mean, kind of surprising to me. 
over the Drew Orton match as the main event, maybe because of they knew Roman was coming back, maybe because they knew The Fiend was getting this title back. It was an actual title switch. Um, but they started pushing this, and it's kind of I kind of like that both brands now have some parody in terms of how these titles are weighted by the WWE. Like, it used to be whichever title Brock had was their biggest title. I mean, for the longest time, it was a universal title. And then when he had it, when he was WWE champion, it was a WWE title. Um, mm-hmm. There's always been, I mean, going back to the, you know, to the days of the, the, the big gold belt and the WWE championship, those were sometimes weighted, you know, towards the final days of the big gold belt. The big gold belt was never weighted as much when SmackDown was like totally the B show. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's kind of nice that these titles are weighted the same way. We don't really know which one's going to main event on any particular night. Um, yeah. But or any particular pay per view, rather. Uh, so yeah, Braun versus Bray falls. Given what anywhere. happened at the conclusion of the match, though, it made all the sense in the world why it made it. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. And like I said, maybe because they knew Roman was coming back, or maybe because it was just the title change would have main invented it anyways. If he di- even if he didn't come back, um, mm-hmm. what I thought you were about to say is now that Roman's back, once he has the title, there will be a clear top title in the WWE. Yes, main event every time <laughs> the every Universal time. Championship. Yep. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, totally. this was announced. I don't know. Was this announced on SmackDown or in between SmackDown and tonight that this was a Falls Count Anywhere match? I believe it was the latter. Okay. So, yeah, that's what I thought I saw that, like, yesterday on Twitter was announced as a Falls Count mm-hmm. Anywhere match. Um, this was a fun enough match, though. Uh, I mean, it was because of the Falls Count Anywhere nature of it. You know, it, it was a bit more gimmicked up. It was a bit more booked. Uh, you know, first uh, we saw Braun. <laughs> what was this, like a choke slam and Urinagi on a table? Then the table didn't break, and it looked like you yeah. just even go. This this match reminded the beginning of it especially reminded me a lot of Goldberg and Lesnar's match at WrestleMania at the one we were there for thirty three. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it seems like this match went longer than that, but the, hey, for the first three minutes, we're gonna dump as much destruction in as we possibly can. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, they this match had more story beats than that one did, um, but uh, you know, like the the spear bit through the the barricade table spots, so on and so forth. It, I don't know, it kind of reminded me of, of that, where it was just like pure destruction for a really compact amount of time. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that uh, that choke slam on the table bit was uh, was pretty wow. nasty. Um, well, pretty much the first thing The Fiend did was hit Braun with an Uranagi, then breaks his neck twice, <laughs> and then Braun just rolls out of the ring and just starts doing this. Yeah, that's Yeah, he, and he did like one very dramatic final one, like his neck was broken, and then he had to like put it back into place. I'm glad you yeah. mentioned the, the, the neck breaking thing because I totally forgot. I didn't write that down in the notes. Um, yeah. At a certain point, so Bray ended, he kicked out at like one and a half on a power slam. Mm. Uh, that got Braun like really flustered. They go up the ramp. Battle, battle it out in gorilla position. We got to see gorilla position, but it was like empty. It was just lit in red lights. Um, uh, uh, up there uh, in gorilla position, uh, Bray hit a sister Abigail. Braun kicked out of that at two. Uh, eventually, they make their way back down to the ring. Fiend tries to get the mandible claw on. Braun hits his power slam, gets two this time. Uh, Braun uh, picks up a box cutter because earlier in the match, Bray had got out a toolbox sort of chucked it to the ground and laid a bunch of uh, uh, tools out. A couple of box cutters in there. So towards the finish of the match, Braun picks a box cutter. He starts cutting up the mat and exposing the wood. And obviously to get a power slam, a running power slam, onto the exposed uh, wood. And Mm -hmm. uh, and he looks over. He does all that. He exposes the wood. He looks over at Fiend. And he says, why won't you just die? 
and then uh, uh, Fiend uh, sort of comes up alive and hits two Sister Abigails and uh, gets three. Yeah, Uranagi, Sister Abigail, Sister Abigail get the win. And then out of nowhere, Roman runs at Spear. Spear! <laughs> yeah. Starts beating the hell out of the Fiend. And then he goes ringside. Spear! Yeah. On Braun. He yells at Braun, you ain't a monster as long as I'm here. Yeah. So, so I, is, that'd be like kind of a cool story beat, huh? Like I did, I didn't hear that he said that. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was like, okay, leaving because Braun was like normal smiling Braun. But now the yeah. Fiend has brought out the monster back. And I mean, that was the feud of like 2017. Mm-hmm. That was hot shit, man. Roman versus the monster it Braun. It was fantastic stuff. Um, and so he grabs a chair and beats the hell out of Braun with it. Beats the hell out of Braun with the chair that gets back in the ring. Another spear for the Fiend grabs that universal title, holds it over his head. So uh, hopefully we get intense Roman. Um, you know he just you know like hopefully his shirt says it all. He just wants to wreck people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a heel, not a face. He just wants to fight and beat people up and win titles. Yep. Yeah, I think that's that's a character people can get behind. Dude, I'll be honest with you. I'm looking forward to Raw and SmackDown this week. Mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. You know that's weird. Um, so uh, <laughs> I mean, sure. Keith Lee's gonna be on Raw. That's Dude, that's, I know, that alone right? It's worth watching Raw. It's gonna be the first Raw at the Thunderdome tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm looking and forward Keith to that. Keith Lee's getting uh, advertisement onto the pay per view that precedes it. Mm-hmm. That's great. They got high hopes for that guy, which is good because he's a star. He's a big, big star, big, bright, shining star. Anyways. Uh, that's it for our recap of uh, SummerSlam 2020. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks, everybody, for being there for our live stream earlier today uh, for the actual show itself. Thanks to the Enforcer for hanging out with us. Yes, and, thank you very uh, much, Enforcer. You're the best, man. Yeah, thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.